Hey, what's up? It's Mizu. I know it's been a minute, YouTube, but I have a new host. This is Aria. Hey, everybody. Um, so yeah. I hope you guys are having a good week so far. It's been been a been a while, I guess, since you've done a podcast. Since I've done anything on YouTube. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been. I tried a hand at YouTube myself. Did not end up going well. Yeah. But. I don't know. I'm having a good morning. Yeah, I'm having a decent morning myself. It's like it was kind of funny when I went to um, when I went to my um, appointment today. Oh yeah. With my therapist. Um, North Point is having a health and wellness kind of fair. So they have like <laughs> so all through the building. There's like there's booths to sign up for Medicare and all these great services and stuff and then I walk downstairs and as I'm walking downstairs to where my therapist and stuff is it's like I see there's a table and I, it's like it's crowded because it's, it's like it's right in the walkway yeah and so there's people everywhere and there's like booths and there's like and I'm walking I see like going down the hallway there's there's another booth there's a booth in front of optometry yeah and I'm like yes and then, like, next optometry, there's, um, women's breast care and healthness, or, and wellness, health, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I'm high, can you tell? Yeah, I'm high too. And it was, like, so, it was dope, but next to the women's wellness, there was an LGBT one mm -hmm. and they had condos and they had, <laughs> they had skies they had the rainbow skies that usually go and get at pride yeah and I was ha I was happy because I was like I, I need a new skies because the, the rainbow one I had I liked it because it said on one side creating a healthier world mm -hmm. so I gave it to midget I didn't mean to give it to her but she kind of just took it <laughs> but um yeah it was it was great. I got I got a bag of condoms. Nice. Um, yeah, no, it was it was fun. It was just fun going there. It was like I don't know. It's I, I really enjoy being in therapy right now because I'm I'm crazy and I know I need help. Yeah. Well, and, do you find that it helps you cope like with stuff easier when you have someone there to like kind of talk things through with? Well, yeah, not just that, but it helps to talk to another educated black man. Okay. It really fucking helps to talk to someone who can match with me on other things and then be confused and learning on other things. Yeah, you've told me some of that shit, too. Like, I, I really enjoy my therapist. I mean, yeah, no, there, so much has happened, like, mm -hmm. and I'm in a really good place right now. And yeah, you're definitely part of that. <laughs> but yeah, I I'm I'm doing awesome. I I just I feel really good. It's like the only thing that's kind of has me a little depressed is just the adjusting and the detox from smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. I know it's not my fault, but I've been kind of just been like on you about it. Yes, and thank you. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you, because that's what I really fucking need. That's why I haven't been able to do this. Yeah. I feel like you read the quick plan guide that I meant to give you. I know I didn't give you. It's just, I went through like quitting myself. Yes, I, yes. I was a very heavy smoker for about a good two years of my life. Um... 
because I went to college and got depression and like I would talk in smokers groups because like you know a lot of people who smoke tend to be a lot more social because they're all kind of huddled together yes separate from everybody yes. else and you know why smoking so is no definitely joke. social yeah there's some no of my best friends it. from high school shout out to Washburn <laughs> Some of my best friends from high school were met on the smokers corner. And yeah. There were two smokers corners. And yeah, and I, I had like my favorite brand, which was my favorite my favorite kind, which was Marble Twenty Sevens. Like I love the very smooth, mellow kind of See, tobacco. And I was a marble menthol person, <sighs> but I started with Newports. I only did menthols when I was like having a cold. That was it, because then I wouldn't cough so much. <laughs> like I, I was that kind of smoker, um, and. I, the thing is, though, like, I had my friend Nanashi get on me about quitting. Yeah. And she is the one who was like, I need you to, like, stop doing this. Because, like, like, I want you to live long and stuff. And, you know, it was a process. I unfortunately didn't go on, like, he, I mean, in, in the state that we live in, Minnesota, we have free... Uh, programs that you can go, which we call Quit Plan, where you can get free resources, uh, nicotine patches, nicotine gum. And I got I got the patches from them, and patches didn't work, cause I am so fucking bad. Cause the, my problem with quitting smoking was I enjoy the cessation, the regulated breathing, the yeah. And so it was like even with a patch on, I was smoking, and all that does is just make you sick. Yeah, so what I ended up doing uh, was, for like a good couple months, I would just try to just go through regular detox and just quit cold turkey because I, like, didn't, I couldn't do patches and stuff like that because of some of the medications that I took, so it would have, like, uh, side effects with it. Um, I tried the gum, but it just tasted so rancid in my mouth. Yes, gum is horrible. It, it, nicotine and gum are just, no, just no, no, no. Um, and then I did for a bit when this is also a time when vaping was becoming a thing and, um, like there was these disposable things that were being sold. And so I would actually would buy a couple and then whenever I'd feel like a nicotine hit, uh, cause you could do it for up to about two days of just straight puffing away since it's water vapor. Um, now of course, like always get from legit, you know, legit people don't, um, don't go to someone who's illegal or like a shop that's known to like, you know, water their shit down. Well, no, no, not just even that. It's like, even with like, THC, because in Chicago, yeah. Yeah. In, in Chicago, there was like, what, five, six deaths and they're all linked to one, one, one store and they're all from fucking, um, I, why, can, why can I not think of the name of that fake weed, that synthetic weed oh, shit? Oh, Kratom? No, no. K2? No. K2, yeah. K2. Oh, shit, I've done that stuff. Uh... I mean, one of my cousins used to make it. That shit, like, like I... I used to watch him make it, and I was just like, ah, that's just fucked up, because it's just so fucked up. It's made with, like, part of it is, like, the stems of the incense yeah and like you also get like yes. potpourri chips and it's, it's basically you're you're smelling synthetic i mean stuff it's everything it's, that you're smoking you're not supposed to smoke yeah and um one of the ones i was a roommate with someone who like was essentially a dealer she was part of like those multi-level marketing schemes 
but with the K2 shit. And, like, in, at UMD for a while, like, there was issues of, like, if mixing alcohol in it, you'd have, like, Caesars and shit. Um, it got some attention to it, but then it kind of just, like, went away, because I think, uh, like, it, like, either they had a big lobby and just kind of, like, paid it to go away, or some shit. But, yeah, so, but the thing was, I just, like, ended up, like, so I would just end up just trying to go through two weeks without smoking. And sometimes, like, I would mess up, and I would smoke. And typically that would be, like, when I was drinking. Um, and so then I'm like, shit, okay, well, then I'm gonna have to start over again. And that was the main thing that really got me to quit and, like, go through the full two weeks, was that I would, if I smoked again, whether I bum a cigarette or if I buy a pack while drunk and shit like that, that, like... I had to first give the pack to someone who smokes, that which I didn't, so I would give, like, my sister got a shit ton of free cigarettes during that time, by the way. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, she's a smoker. Um, and, still, and still is. It pisses me off. But, um, and, and stuff like that. And I'd be like, okay, like, and that's what also got me to stop, too, because I was like, I don't want to give free shit to my sister. She doesn't fucking deserve it, you know? And then, so finally, like, when I finally made it through the full two weeks, like, headaches, like, I had constant, like, you know, withdrawal's not fun. You'll, you'll get headaches, you'll feel a bit grumpier, you know, your body really likes the adrenaline that nicotine can give. Um, and, it, you know, and being a person who works on third shift, and you're kind of, like, sick of caffeine, it, it's a good pick-me-up to have. And that's why at times you'll find, like, a lot of third shift people smoke, smoke cigarettes because they want another alternative. So. Yeah. That's... Smoking is hard. Smoking is rough, and I wish I could have got help. I should have got help back in high school or college, but I mean that said, kids don't smoke. Don't. It, it, adults, if you do smoke, probably quit. Smoke, smoke pot instead. Um. So that said, let's move into <laughs> news. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm a, as you can tell, I'm a bit baked. But um, let's talk about this bullshit with the pork farmers. Oh. <laughs> it's like, there's so much bullshit going on with the pork farmers, so I need to be specific. Let's talk about Minnesota pork far farmers. Yes. Because, I mean, this is funny to me, but it's, it's fucked up because I live in Minnesota. <laughs> it's like, I don't love yeah. this state, but I don't hate it. it I mean, it Minnesota is like... I don't know, you just kind of, like, you, you, it's what you make of it a lot of the time, but unfortunately, it's also a state where it's, there's a lot of racial prejudice, unfortunately. Yes, yes. I mean, you take the good with the bad, but again, what I, you have, but then, like, the, the, year the year before I was in Oregon, that was a, still a big thing, too, where it's, like, you have a state that has, like, a liberal attitude, but it still has, like, a shit ton of racial, ra racial shit. And it's like, come the fuck on. Yeah, and see, I, I love Oregon, but I love it for two reasons. Hmm. I love it because me and my ex-fiance were out there and we fell in love. Like, which, that that's a whole nother story, especially with the fact that I was in Humboldt County. Oh, and yeah. To, me, like, I was to like... me, I felt safe because I never left the compound. <laughs> I felt safe. I had a good fucking summer. I had a good fucking harvest season in Humboldt County. Little did I know, fucking it's, people um, go missing. Yeah, people it's go missing. Pe people get murdered. It's one of the creepiest places on earth. But anyway, yeah, you were saying about the pig farmers. Yeah, so pig farmers. Thank you for giving me back on topic. No problem, sweetie. But yes, yeah, the pig farmers are like. So, 
a little thing that people don't know is that China actually relies on a lot of ex exported pork from Minnesota pig farmers. Which, this is hilarious in my opinion, given that these Minnesota farmers are m the majority supported Trump. Yeah, supported that is so Trump. true. And here's Trump is making it where they can't make money. Like, because of the tariffs. Yes. And, like, this is what always, like, gets me kind of, like, like, kind of, like, I want to laugh at them a bit. Because it's, like, like, why are you guys fucking surprised? Like, really? The I guy mean, is, he's had seven bankruptcies. Like, he is so fucking incompetent as, like, a human being. Um... Well, no. You know, it's like, if I was a farmer, I would have been like, yeah, he, like, I don't like Hillary, but I'm not gonna fuck for that, I'm not gonna fucking vote for that idiot. Oh, speaking of Hillary, so, uh, what happened? so, um, here's an interesting little statistic that recently came out, um, white women in the last election voted four out of five in favor of Trump. Oh, uh, yeah, I heard that yes, too. Yes, yes. Like, they they voted for our commander in queef. That fucking asshole. It's like, I, mean, I, I get it, I get it. I'm not the biggest fan of Hillary, but I have to look, I have to look and recognize that, she, yes, yeah, she's a prickly person. She's not the great, best at, she, uh, she's not the best at debate. But, um, sorry, sorry, that's my phone. Sorry I don't know about who that, this guys. Is. I don't know who that it's is. Probably one of those fucking robocallers, anyway. Yes. Uh, um, but she's a great politics. She's not. She she doesn't play the game of politics, but she's great in the office. She's great when she works. Yeah. Well, and I it's mean, like as long as you let her work, she gets shit done. Well, the Sorry. thing the thing that gets me with Hillary and like and the thing is we're gonna go to that statistic in just a second. But the one thing about the pig farmers, though, um. So it was, it's the tariffs that's causing them to, like, not be able to sell to China. Yes. And the thing is, though, like, you guys don't really realize how big of an industry pig farming is in Minnesota. Minnesota makes, like, a, a great bunch of, like, our farming land just in general. Like, we have as much farmland as almost, like, as Kansas. And that state's pretty much, like, they have very few metropolises there, like Minnesota does. A lot of our open spaces have a lot of farms like I live in a suburb like just outside the city and like I can drive just like three miles and there's a fucking farm like right there well it's not you know? just that but it's like it, it's it's a lot of people don't yeah. realize like this like these tariffs heavily affect our farmers a lot but yet they're fucking idiots because like they voted for him well yeah yeah it's like I don't know what is I'm sorry, I don't mean to offend any white people listening, but what is with white people voting against their own self-interest? Well, here's the thing, and like this is what always like pisses me off, is because it's the rich people. That yes. they do this shit really well. And you know, well, it, and it they, had to do a lot with like They do a thing that they're gonna fuck over black people and brown people. Yeah. But they it, end up fucking themselves over. Exactly. It's like, you know, because <sighs> it's like they don't want like colored people like people of color, like get benefits because they're lazy but yet like a lot of these people get benefits from the government yes and farmers always do and like and what really pissed me off with the whole farmers thing is that obama did help farmers a ton during his administration yes and obama did more for minnesota farmers 
far- farmers. 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 <laughs> Did more for Minnesota <laughs> farmers. Than any other fucking president. Yes. Like, he gave subsidies during the 08 recession because a lot of them were affected Which by Which I almost didn't it. vote for him the first time. You know, and unfortunately I was too young to vote for him the first time. I almost didn't vote for him the first time because we were coming out of the Iraq-Afghanistan war and I felt like we needed a strong Republican leader. I was actually, don't take offense to this, babe, I was kind of for Hillary because I thought she'd be able to, like, work with the Senate. Because I was afraid they're going to be too fucking racist to work with him. Well, no, but the reason they rushed Obama into office is because he was new in Washington. Yeah. And he wasn't corrupt yet. They didn't give him time to be corrupt by the system. That is true. They let Obama get in with a good heart intact. I don't know if he still feels that way, but... (laughs) I mean, I miss Obama, but... I, I miss Obama, too. He was... He is a bit moderate for me, though. And well, I don't like his is, use of drones. Well, well, oh my god. I gotta. I, I can't mean, remember what comedian was, but it's like, with every president, you get some good, really good shit, and you get some bad shit. Like, Clinton, he was getting blowjobs in the office, but he was also going to war. Yeah. With and then Bush, you kind of have like this goofball in the office. But, but you got this goofball in the office, and he... Trying to, like, get daddy's favor and... No, well, not just that, but I can't... Say. Like, Cheney, like, corrupted him and... No, no, it was... I mean, Bush was a puppet of outside influence, in my opinion, but here's the thing, is like... But then you get this drunken party frat boy. Yeah. But so, with, Ob- with Obama, it's like, we get a black president. Like, with every, like, force, like, every president, you get something really bad. And there's, like, Obama... His bad thing was like, we got drones. Okay, that's technology well, in a war. Well, drones themselves are a very fascinating technology. And it it can definitely revolutionize it. I mean, that's all. Like, yes, yes. But, but like, anyway. What, but unfortunately with Trump, the fucked up shit we get is everything from top to bottom. The economy. And the thing with the, the world. With the white women statistic, because I'm a white woman. Yes, and, and you're a white woman who voted for Hillary. I did vote for Hillary. Um, and the thing is, though, it's just like, and I'm, I'm sure like a lot of women in general would agree with me, but specifically with white women, is that white women, are, a lot of white women are really fucking complacent. And because of the fact, like, I know I have a privilege. I'm white. I have white privilege. And at times I do use it to my advantage, typically when I'm helping other people as best I can. But like... I know that I have that, and so, but I'm also discriminated against because of my gender. Yes. And the thing is, though, when you have that weird dichotomy, where it's like, I have privilege, but I'm also a fucking woman, which is somehow the con- considered a minority, even though we're half the fucking population, um, you know, it's, it's this thing of that we see women as competition. And... Yes. Well, it's not just even that, it's also the... Um, it's also the thing of, like, reality TV. Yeah, that's it, too. It's, it's the poison reality TV. Well, it's not only that, it's just, like, you know, with how social media is, like, and, yeah, right. Hillary wasn't my first choice. I would have actually preferred, to be honest, I think Sanders would have won against Trump. I would, uh, yes, I preferred Bernie. Yeah, like. I preferred Bernie. And I still pre- kind of prefer him now, but, like, Elizabeth Warren, for example, I like the fact that she actually has plans. Yes, she's not perfect, but she's not corrupt. Yes, well, that said, 
the the big issue with Bernie was he's not really a Democrat. He he's a libertarian. Well, he is a no. He's a socialist. Or uh, yeah. he's he's a very hardcore socialist. And well, yeah. At, at the same time, though, I you well, know he understands that it's our differences that make this country great. Exactly. It's like we wouldn't have the iPhone in your pocket. Without have yeah no, without we, immigrants we without would, we wouldn't have an awesome entertainment industry if it wasn't for how indi- like how we emphasize individuality in America. It's like that's what makes America great is our differences and and that makes also Canada and Mexico great too because like a you know Canada is largely founded by immigrants as well and Mexico even though the majority of them are Native Americans. It's like they, you know, welcome a lot of people too. We have a lot of diversity just in general. I mean, yeah, definitely. It's like part of this country used like used to be Mexico. Yeah. It's like <laughs> and it's like when you everyone's so big on DNA and shit these days. It's kind of crazy how I mean, if I could run this country, I would just do no. the the European method. Yeah, well, it's kind of crazy though because it's like Native Americans and Mexican Americans have something like 98%, I don't remember the exact number, something like 90-something percent the exact same identical DNA. Yeah. The only disparaging difference is from European white invaders. Yeah. Like, that's the only disparaging difference. And just let you guys... so, when (laughs) Trump says get out of this country, go back home. I'm like, motherfucker, this is their country. Yeah. This this was their land. They are Native Americans. And like, they, they are indigenous people that were banged by foreigners, by yeah. white foreigners. And not only that, like, what really pisses me off about that is like, you know, to be honest, it's like, America has done so much shit in meddling with South America and destabilizing South America and the Middle East. Exactly. And like, you know, we have we owe we kinda owe them reparations. And so like if I was fucking president, I what I would do so if you're not familiar with how Europe is structured and like why it was a big deal for Europe to leave the UK, uh Europe has this thing where it's like as long as you have a passport, you can actually go and work in other countries and not have to worry about specifically becoming a citizen. Yeah, no, the European Union is was dope. I mean what, who, who remains a part of the union is still dope. Don't wanna, don't wanna talk shit to, about anyone. Yeah, I mean, but, but their model made fuck Brexit. But but like their model made sense, you know, because you have so many countries so close together, like you can't keep everything to one specific country. And the thing is, like, yeah, the United States owns a lot of fucking North America. Sorry about that, as best as I can. Technically, my ancestors didn't come till after the Civil War, but we're, I can't say for certain that they didn't go conquer half of fucking Europe, so there's that shit. Well, but interesting fact about black Americans is, like, you can trace our owners to the Founding Fathers for the most part, just given the surname. Oh yeah, that is true, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, we built this country. It's like, I'm, I'm so sick of Trump. He's the most un-American president we've had. Well, and the thing that gets back to the whole women thing, and what really pisses me off about women, is that, like, these complacent white women, they think they can keep coasting on their white skin. 
But the thing is, to a fucking point. To a point. And and that's how I know all too now to while dealing with corporate America. And like why I now specifically work for a small business in my own state. Yeah. Um no, it's kinda crazy. It's like I, I hate the fact that white women have voted against their own self interest. And it's like here's the thing, here's an interesting side point to that statistic is that black men voted 10 to 1 or not 10 to 1 <laughs> 9 to 1 or 9 so out of 10 9 out of 10 9 <laughs> out of 10 9 out of 10 black men voted for Hillary Clinton a white woman well the, the thing is though black men know white men are motherfucking dumb like I'm sorry like I know there are a lot of smart white guys out there, but yes, the thing yes, is, are. they are really fucking dumb when it comes to social issues and social wisdom. Yes, yeah. So, I mean, there's so many interesting, like, facts coming out about Trump and statistics, like, like with this whole, um, snap <laughs> and school lunch stuff, oh, like, the food fuck. benefits, it's, it's fucking crazy. You want to explain that, babe? Yeah, no. So here's the fucked up thing about this. It's like, see, because I'm a substitute facts and I watch MSNBC and NBC. I also watch Fox News, like, and Why? Young Turks. Why? They're not even. Well, Young Turks, I understand, because they actually I, have fucking facts. I believe in getting the full picture, both sides of the argument. But Fox News isn't even fucking news. Sometimes. I, I okay, as a person that watches. Besides watch, Chris Wallace. As a person who watches Fox News, mm -hmm. just as much as I watch MSNBC and NBC and all the other channels, yeah, I I I have to get the full picture, both sides of the argument. No matter how dumb I feel the argument is, as some as a peer mediator, it's one of my things. Is just get everyone's side of the argument, get the full picture. Even no matter how dumb it is, you listen. Now, now, that said, that said, you pick and choose what you actually take in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's the thing that just gets me. Anyway, uh, so, so you were continuing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with this whole snap, snap, snap benefits and free and school, lunch, school lunch. Okay, so because I was a kid who, unfortunately, I grew up in the system. Often I was in either foster homes or group homes. Me in high school, I did rely on reduced lunch. Mm -hmm. I, I, that was how I ate at school. Like, so I this is very close to my heart. It's like it's it's so it's so dumb that people are okay with this, especially for the fact that most of these people who benefit this are in southern white states. Yeah, it's like who are those statistically the populace. The majority, like th these are facts, these are numbers. You can look for this stuff. Your, your, uh, you can look at this stuff for yourself. Well, what breaks my heart, you know, just in general, is that like, you know, here's a party that's all about life, and here's a party that you know proclaims, you know, Christian goodness and Christian mercy, but yet they don't fucking practice it. Yes, no, it's and like, and then they have the audacity to say that like I'm a pious piece of shit. Well, here's the thing, especially about the religious right is like yes 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 they're pro-life but they're not pro-death yeah. but yet yet they, they they support 
the death penalty. Yeah. It's like... Well, not only that, it's like, what pisses me off is like that they're pro-life, but yet they get funding from the NRA, which like a lot of the, like these automatic guns, you know, contribute to a shit ton of deaths. Like if they really were the party of pro-life, they would try to find a way to have... They would condemn the NRA. Yeah. They would, they would have more... They would propose more sensible gun control. Exactly. More sensible restriction. Because, like, we know there is responsible gun owners. Even though guns scare the shit out of me, like, I know there are responsible people out there. But well, at the same time, it's just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, and here's the thing is, like... Gun, gun safety or gun reform could be as simple as just doing a gun safety class in your community and neighborhood. Yeah. Like... Or, like, you know, you have to get a license. Like, states who have a license system, similar to, like, how you, you know, drive a car, where you go, you take classes, the teacher there is there to kind of vet people to see if they actually have the competency of driving a fucking car. Yeah, but... And I, then, like, that's how you get passed on. Like, they should do that with gun laws. Yeah, I mean... That, that, that kind of makes sense, but I remember when I was, like, 13, when one of my girlfriend's dad took me hunting, which, I mean, when you're 13 and your girlfriend's dad take, offers to take you hunting, yes, <laughs> yes, you're a little scared and worried and everything, but before, like, the week before we went, it was all just drilling me on basic gun safety, like, yeah. not putting your finger on the trigger, Unless you're ready to pull. So keeping your fingers straight. It was just basic stuff. Yeah. And I don't think enough kids know that basic shit because I haven't heard a story in a while, but back in the 90s and early 2000s, I was remember like every like six months, almost like clockwork, you'd hear a story about an accidental shooting. Yeah. A kid actually shooting another, himself. Another kid. Yeah. And that, and that actually is, unfortunately, a lot of stories. Yeah. Like I remember like on this one channel, Weekly Weird News, like, a pro-gun advocate got accidentally shot oh, oh, by her toddler because the gun was in her purse. So the toddler's, like, rubbishing through the bag and, like, pulls the trigger by accident. You know? And, like, granted, you can't expect toddlers to, you know, understand incorporating gun safety, but, like... And see, I, <laughs> I would counter that argument because as a, as a nanny... I, I've I've seen I've yeah. seen a toddler. I've, <laughs> I've seen I've seen a one year old and a three year old pick up on things they saw me do like mm -hmm. like recycling. Yeah. Like like recycling. Because uh, they jalapenos. like jalapenos. Yeah, they like to they like to mimic. Yes, yeah, like I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get back on topic in a second, but let me just tell you this cute story about my nephew Donnie. <laughs> so. We had the apartment. It was a win It was like a kitchen window type thing. Like so, mm -hmm. there was stools over there for the kids, and then you know another side in the kitchen. So I I was cutting some jalapenos, and Donnie like picked up a jalapeno, and he like bit it. He was just like ha 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 ha, <laughs> and he put it back. And I was just like, why are you messing with that? He was just like, <laughs> and he, he just learned. It was like. But he picked it up again. Yeah. He picked it up again because he, he kind of liked it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there's an interesting flavor, but it, my tongue hurts. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, like, I had to raise my niece and nephew. And so there are a lot of stories of, like, you know, I mean, granted, like, when it comes to stuff like that, you know, you as, like, a person who helps a, a kid grow, you it's like, okay, this isn't going to be totally 
this is gonna be harmless because we'll learn a lesson from it. Yeah. Because like he's picking up the pepper and it's like I want him to like know that he has to be cautious. So I'm gonna let him eat it because then he'll think about okay, should I be careful if this thing's gonna be spicy again, you know? <laughs> or like how should I eat it? So like, you know, he'll probably pick up the pepper again and probably eat a smaller bite next time. So it's not like as hot, but he likes the flavor. Yeah, no. Now, now that I've said it out loud and I've kind of contextualized it in my head, I'm comparing it to a joke Christopher Titus has about the baby sticking his finger in the light socket, <laughs> which is something I did myself in my life. Oh my god, my parents like fucking baby-proof the house. Ah, this was this was the fucking '80s before before we had to, child like... safety. This was in Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> grandmother told me like your parents baby proofed the house to the point of annoyance yeah so so yeah so i feel like and so here's the joke it's like it's like a dad a dad will just let you stick your finger in like ah see now, now you know that's electric hurts huh yeah <laughs> but a mom would just let will come save you like no don't do that <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that was that was like a more safer, tamer version of that. But like with the whole snap out of this thing, it's just like it just frustrates the fuck out of me. Because like, you know, like you shouldn't blame kids for their parents' situation. Like that's what I feel like they're doing. You know? They don't have any choice if they're born poor. They don't have any choice if they're born a specific skin color. So it's like it just breaks my heart, you know? Yeah, no, that's... It's, it's kind of crazy. I'm a little bit high, guys. Well, I'm, I'm actually pretty high, but... Like, I, I'm really serious about bit. it. Like, I'm really serious about this. Um, because I just think that, you know, people are people and we shouldn't really do things based on the color. Well, yeah, no, and, and... And this is one of the things I've been realizing about myself. Yeah. Is that... I've always had, like, this this understanding and tolerance for differences like because i remember back in the was it first grade yeah first grade um i transferred into a new school mm -hmm. out in st louis park oh yes i remember a you aquila elementary you live near you live near your school right in st louis park too right yeah yeah i lived in aquila circle apartments um but yeah i I don't know. I became really good friends with this kid who was in a wheelchair with cerebral palsy. Oh wow! And I don't know. He was like, he was cool. Like he didn't like, he didn't do anything that disrespected me. Like he was, he was, he was just a, he was just a cool dude. Like yeah. But I was like, I was the only kid that would actually sit next to him on the school bus and shit. Mm. Like, which is a big fucking deal for field trips. Yeah. It's a big deal for field trips. I mean, when you're a kid, it's like a, there's a magnifying glass on you yeah, at the well, time. I don't know. I was just, but I, I, I kind of identified with him because at the time, because this is like 1991, mm -hmm. I was the first black kid in my school. Yeah, you told me that. I was the first mixed race kid in my school like dude yeah and so like most of my friends back then were were russian jews 
mm. who grandparent were Russian and I think there were some German Jews. It's usually Russian or German. But uh, Russian and German Jews who grandparents were Holocaust survivors. Yeah. Like so, I I have this understanding. I have this awareness. I have this awareness that yes. I may be a black male, but even as a black male, I have certain privileges over my white female counterparts. Like, <laughs> I have an advantage over just my female counterparts in general, and yeah. I have to understand and recognize that, and I have to check my privilege. Like, <laughs> Well, it's interesting that you say that, because me and you, because I'm a white woman, he's a black man. Mixed race. Mixed race man. Um, and, like, you know... He, it's interesting, like, because, like, there are some aspects of the culture where I surpass him, specifically when it comes to law shit. Uh, anything with the law. I mean, the law shit I know refers to can may and marijuana and just general marijuana laws and standing. Yeah. And how, even how to clean your shit so it looks brand but fucking new. When it comes to sexual assault, though and shit like that, it can heavily, especially if they try to do, like, a fake report. Yes. It, it can definitely damage him. But, like, in society, though, people would take his word over mine. Most of the time. Absolutely. It's like, yeah. So, one of the things I've... I don't know. I've, I've, I've read a lot. It's like... But also, it's like, one of the things that really helped me, I don't know, just be okay with the idea of respecting a woman as more than a sexual object is like, so back when I was a good little Catholic school boy, I never went to Catholic school for more than like two weeks, but, <laughs> um, but when I was involved in the church, we were doing this Adopt a Highway program. Yeah. And I found... A Lilith Fair concert CD. And oh. that was a big influence on me. <laughs> like, like, I, I, in high school, I listened to Tegan and Sarah unironically, not making fun of them. But seriously. <laughs> he means it too. He really loves music. And for those of you who follow the channel just for his playlists, like, you guys know he really does love music. He curates all that shit, and I've seen it. He'll spend, like, hours as we hang out adding new songs to different types of playlists. Even, like, as we're, like, browsing YouTube. I shit you not. Because, <laughs> like, a song will come on and be like, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, that's a good idea. And, like, he'll add it to, like, his 420 playlist. Blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, no, it's like, I mean, not just growing up in St. Louis Park and having exposure to different cultures and yeah. heritages and world views well, and politics. Yeah. is like, I have to look at everything from a distance and just I mean, I can see, where you, see and learn to respect. I sorry. Can, I, no, don't worry. I can see where you're coming from. I was interrupting you. I'm sorry, babe. Um, I can see where you're coming from. But, like, I lived in Brooklyn Center for a long time. And I went to Brooklyn. I went to Earl Brown uh, Elementary School, and I went to Brooklyn Center High School. And the main thing with like Earl Brown in general is that it's a heavily minority school. So white kids are the minority in this school. Now in elementary school, it was more even. 
Um, so it was pretty much like the same white kids versus kids of color. And, you know, I've, I absolutely love my elementary school experience, even though I was kind of like the outcast in my elementary school, I did love going to it. I loved the teachers and I loved the experiences that I had there. And I did have some good friends. Um, you know, but I really appreciate the fact that my parents put me in the situations where I was the minority in the majority of people of color. And then uh, when I went to Brooklyn Center High School, uh, which in Brooklyn, since, the, since there's a whole map thing, which I won't go into, but basically... Brooklyn Center for a while was its own school district, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And so our high school has 7 through 12, and our um, elementary school has K through 6. Um, we're kind of like one of the very rare schools that do that. A lot of times, um, certain schools that where there's like a main city, it'll usually be like K through 8th, and then you have your high school years, uh, which is like 9 through 12. But, um, I went to Brooklyn Center High School. Brooklyn Center High School, I was pretty much one of, I think, 15, 10 to 15 white kids there. Uh, there wasn't many white kids. And even though, like, I was bullied a lot and I was, I got the shit beat out of me a lot. Um, in general, though, when I went to an all-white school in 8th grade... I wanted to go back to the kids of color school because at least with the kids of color school there's no racist there like I heard a lot of disturbing shit amongst being with like people of the same race as me um, people in the hallways would openly tell anti-semitic jokes um, yeah well and, you know and then we didn't have many kids of color so we had like a girl who got made fun of and they called her a monkey uh, because of the color of her skin um, so yeah, so it's kind of like, I, I really like the fact that my parents, you know, early in life did that because I, I think sometimes a lot, and this is really, you know, with white people in general, um, white people don't like to feel uncomfortable. And I've had situations where I knew I had specific power, you know? Yeah, so it's like kind of crazy. Um... Wow, it's just—I mean, this, the anti-Semitic jokes is—is—is funny, not funny, funny, but it's—it's it's weird how um no, it's—it's it's weird how black people are okay with it, but then, it, but at the same time, it's like I've heard—I've had Jewish friends make black jokes. And it's it's a weird it's a it's a weird comedy relationship. I, I do understand one of the things that you say um, when you say people need to write funnier jokes. Oh, you saw my Facebook post? Yes, I saw your Facebook post. So I came across this video online, which I really resonated with because I keep getting sick of like these rich comedians. Like, saying, oh, people are too PC, and they're not, like, getting my jokes, and I no one thinks I'm funny anymore because everyone's so sensitive. Oh, okay, so, I mean, when there's, there's, there, there's PC, and then there's safe, stay, safe space crybaby. And here's the thing, is, like, comedians, 
just to slump everyone together. But I, I understand there, there are some people who get so up in arms and like, ugh, ugh, he, he made a joke about a woman. And like, uh, he called her a cunt. Sorry, sorry. I, can, I know you don't like that word. I I hate that word. But like, I completely, I, I can completely understand that though, because sometimes I'm kind of one of those people where sometimes I take a joke a little bit more seriously than I should. I am willing to admit that, and I admitted that in my post. But yes, at the same yes. time, though, I know good comedy. Yes. And like, what pisses me off is like, you know, when I grew up, I'm, you know, I'm pansexual. I love, you know, basically all genders. If I find you attractive, I will fuck you, most likely. That's kind of why we're together. Essentially. And, <laughs> and um, uh, you know, it, it, you know, there's, like, a certain type of joy with it because I can meet new people constantly. I can, you know, experience, you know, new things, which I absolutely love. But at the same time, you know, I grew up with gay being as the butt of a joke, and I am attracted to women. So, like, you know, watching Friends, which is, like, one of my all-time favorite shows growing up, because it has, like, a real nostalgic persis, uh, you know, thing with me, but it's, like, you know, they had a shit ton of gay jokes. Or, like, South Park, which has, like, a shit ton of gay jokes. Yes, Like, yes. you know, gay, you know, is either the villain or the fucking butt of a joke. And when I hear these old comedians trying to recycle that shit, yes, it's like, yes. my fucking but... God, you're an entertainer. You should just... You gotta change. Yeah, so, I mean, with South Park, I I fucking love South Park, but I, I, I personally, when it comes to transgender, yeah, I fucking love everything they did with, what they did with, um, Jenner. Yeah. I, like, I absolutely hate the Mrs. Garrison season. I don't like the Mrs. Garrison season. But either. everything they've done with Jenner on the show, I, I fucking I love it. Well, mainly because, like, Caitlyn Jenner, she has... She she was a bad person when she, you know, tried to be her... the Before what? before before Jenner transitioned, yeah. Jenner was a fucking murderer. Yeah, and, like, now, you know, now that she's a woman, it shouldn't excuse her bad behavior. I was so pissed when she got Woman of the Year. So same here, like, and like, I and I've dated a lot. Bitch, of you ain't been a woman for a year. <laughs> it's like, and yeah, yeah, I like Jenner. I would call Jenner a bitch all day, every day, all fucking day. She is such a fucking bitch, and like, not only that, like, you know, she she doesn't really change her conservative views, and like, I don't expect her to change all her views. But at the same time, she knows how hard it is to be transgender. But yet she's capitalizing on being transgender. Well, that's also one of my issues with her. You know, with so her cuz she she is capitalizing on transgender. I don't want to say culture, that doesn't feel like the right word. Cuz I know a lot of transgender people don't like her. We we both know that. And we date transgender people often and we do sleep with them often because we have an open relationship. But like at the I same, you just keep throwing. We have an open relationship into the conversation. <laughs> I know it's like the first time I mentioned it. I never said that before. When? Well, let's, let's just keep keep going. Okay, I'm just like you'll, you'll hear it when you listen to the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm so hard. what were you saying? I I understand it. I'm I'm reining you in. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so like. <laughs> So, like, and so what really pissed me off is, like, when people were saying, like, oh, she's so heroic, and oh, you know, it was, 
like, such a, you know, a big important step, and it's like, no, it was a brave thing for her to do, but it doesn't make her a better person. She's no, it still does a, not. the same shitty person that she was, and that's what I liked about South Park, because, like, they did say that, yes, she was a brave person to do that, but it doesn't excuse her past behavior. She's not a completely different person because she's changing her gender up to how she feels and how she wants to be represented. You know? Yes. It's... I, I just... I don't... I, I just don't like them. Never did, never will. And that's, really that's, like that's, that's one of the great things about getting your facts and news from everything and everywhere so you see all sides of the argument. You see what story everyone is telling because I've noticed it myself in my own lifetime that our own local news, WCCO, oh, reports fuck. so much differently than NBC. Carrie Levin. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, like, okay, so if you're not familiar with the Minneapolis area, and I actually was on a special on WCCO. I've, I'm on multiple WCCO news interviews, and there's even an article about when I was shot on their website. Um... <laughs> I was on WCCO because my mom uh, was part of this new special about a family, like, learning to exercise and diet right, and so we were kind of called, like, the potato couch family learns how to, like, lose weight or some shit like that. Uh, so you'll see me as my very younger self. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so WCCO's our local news station, and they're, they're pretty conservative in how they do the news. Um, just for an example, we had a shooting in a, um, festival nearby my, where I lived, and they didn't release the identity of the shooter, which was a white man. However, though, like, any other, if any other perpetrator, like, does a shooting, they'll always mention them if they're, like, a person of color. And he shot, because, he, the reason why he did the shooting is because he shot his girlfriend and her black boyfriend. So, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they they are they are they are the worst and the best sometimes. But um, shit, what was I about to say? You were we were talking about oh yeah, news channels, our yes, local yes, affiliates. Well, I I don't know. I just I've always. I've always been open to things and I've always been intelligent and smart and that has definitely not made life easy for me but I'm quite happy with myself I'm quite happy with myself and I'm quite happy with where I'm at and that the world is so murky and nothing is black and white. Nothing is simple and easy. Oh yeah, that's true. And nothing is in, but nothing is in. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm high. We're and... both high. Yes, and so... I'm a little bit drunk, but Yes, yes, you're a little bit drunk. So, I am going to segue over to the last thing I really need is, what the fuck is up with white people voting against their own self-interest? Well, the main thing is, it's and like... And how can they be allies? <laughs> <laughs> 
so like first off to a way to be a great uh white person ally just in general is that like if you come across a, a cop pulling over someone who's a person of color always stand nearby always um, stand nearby and, and record, record. yeah like record stand on your phone stand nearby and record you have the right to record a law officials to um to tape what a what a person does they cannot uh take your phone automatically and delete the the footage they have to have a warrant um so like always do that also like do facebook live if possible because then it facebook does record what you do live and you can have it automatically saved to your account well not just facebook live but like youtube live, YouTube live. yeah i mean any 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 source that saves and records it don't use something like instagram yeah like twitch youtube uh venmo i know does it as well um there's also live me there's a lot of different types of apps that will save the footage um so i highly recommend it and i know for me at times like i you know i work in like around the downtown area of minneapolis i live i work in uptown and so at times like i will you know walk in at times if I see a cop kind of like walking towards a black person, I will just pretend to ask for directions. You know, having a, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but having a white person into the mix to complicate things they don't want to fucking do because then the white person will feel persecuted and then they can't keep doing what they're doing. So at times I will say, hey, can you tell me where this street is? You know, if you know a local street nearby. Um, you know, stuff like that. Um, I've had instances where I've like, I remember there's this one guy, he was, you know, he, he didn't look threatening, you know, he was just walking to probably finding his car. And so there was this cop car though that like really slowed down as they turned down the streets and as they came up, came up, about to come up to him, I kind of said, hey, um, like, do you know where Aldrich Avenue is? I'm, I'm a bit lost. I feel like I'm not close enough. I'm coming from this direction. Inserting yourself into the situation, cops will not want to complicate matters. They typically just want something straight, simple, and to the point. So that's that's one thing I definitely suggest to people who are white and want to help their uh, help help you know their friends of color or their their partners of color. And I just want to say thank you for your information because those are very useful tips. And those will definitely reduce the chances of a black person dying that night. Yeah. It's like the, so, these cops, they there's a problem systemically with police in America. Yeah. And we need to hold them accountable. And there was this great thing um, that just came out of this white dude going up to yeah. going up to a cop <laughs> who was in an unmarked car. And um, in, and recording him and be yeah. like, like, like. So in Was your car has no markings. <laughs> you so, tell it. So in Washington, I I'm the one who sent him the video. So in Washington State, and I used to like, I lived in Oregon, so this is completely true. In Washington State, you can't have an unregistered, unmarked car. So like, cops can't use their own cars essentially when pulling people over. You have to have specific things that still make it a cop car. But if you don't, so basically, how do I put it? So like in Washington state, you can't use a regular car. Okay, so, so no matter what kind of yeah. um, unmarked cop car it is, it has to have some kind of marking on it 
identifying it as a police vehicle. So in Minnesota, it's the back cage. So every unmarked cop car has to still have the back cage to keep the suspect in. Okay, so... And we're, and that's considered a marking, essentially. Yes, yes, yes. Whereas, like, in Washington, you have to have a specific marking on the outside of the car that shows that it is a cop car. So typically, it's usually a license plate, so it will look like a regular car, but then it'll say, like, government property. Yeah. So, on that note, because we are almost going to be done. Yeah. So... I just want to add this part because <laughs> this is this is funny and anecdotal and um so this has happened in multiple places where an unmarked cop car has been following someone yeah and this this literally has happened to not just two of my family members in missouri but it happened to um i want to say dj envy's uh, oh really aunt. Um, where she she's in a she's she's lost. She's in a new neighborhood. She's like she can't find. Her she's like going. seventy years old. Yeah, and driving, and she 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 doesn't stop because it's three white unmarked cop cars just following her, following her, and she just she doesn't want to pull over. So it's like a slow speed chase. Yeah, that has happened to so many elderly people, elderly black people. Well, yeah, and... And it is so dumb, and we need... We really need to... It's fucked up, because there was a time when police were seen as part of the community, because there were actually people from the community. And, like, the main epidemic that we have in America, especially in Minnesota, is is that that we'll get cops from fucking Wisconsin working in a city. Shit, not just Wisconsin. Atlanta, Texas... Idaho, like... Iowa, too, like... And, like, these are from the rural areas as well. They're not in the city city. And... They have... Their their first contact with black people, for the most part, is when they get transferred and become a beat cop. Exactly. And that is is another part of the problem. And then what sucks about that is, like, it's probably as many of you know who live in, like, probably rougher neighborhoods like North Minneapolis is that, like, you don't go to trust the cops. Cops are something that you have to avoid completely. You know, so even if my safety is in danger, I don't want to fucking call them because I know that my chance of death are going to go up exponentially. I mean, yeah, it's like, there are times when I know that I am in the right and it is my legal right to call the police. I, I have not called the police in some situations because I fear how... They are going to react to the situation. Yeah, that is totally true. It's like, it's like when someone crashed into the, the our both of our fences. It's like, yeah, of course I'm going to call the police. But it's like, but at the same time, it's like I don't want to come off as a certain way that they will suspect me. Right, but as a homeowner, I I do feel that I have some certain rights. Mm-hmm. But cops don't always recognize those rights the main thing is though it's like being a white ally just in general is you you have to you have to recognize the problem and you have to always step up essentially like you know don't feel afraid you have to step up you have a privilege behind you so yeah 
yeah no people are crazy people are crazy the world is crazy and all i have to say is do your best try not to be crazy um mental health is very 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 important yeah i think i think it just helps people to go see someone talk to someone you don't have to see a psychiatrist or yeah you don't have to be on any medication or drugs Mm -hmm. but there are ways to get help and i'm just going to ask everyone if you need help get help exactly um, this has been Mizu and Aria. Yep. <laughs> this has been this has been a good conversation. Um, um, feel free to leave comments below if you like it. If there's anything you want us to talk about, if if you like it, like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah. Like yes. But also feel free to send us like news articles and stuff. Yes, cause you know I haven't I've haven't had the ability to play the game. But since I have you, we're going to play the game and we're going to win. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, uh, Mizu did update a lot of his playlists recently and he just premiered his Halloween playlist. So please feel free to give a listen for those who came to this channel just for the playlist. We appreciate you and your support. Alright, see you guys later.